Welcome to the Employco HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, president of Employco. With me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And our, Jason Eisenhower, our uh, vice president of HR. Hi, everyone. And Nikki Navarro working the board as usual. Thanks for joining us uh, uh, this week again for our uh, for HR podcast. So our, our topic this week uh, with Jason, Scott, and myself is President Trump last week signed uh, four executive orders uh, that um, – uh, after the the House and Senate couldn't come into come to agreement on the uh, the latest stimulus plan, they've uh, between the uh, between the two uh, the, the Senate was uh, uh, wanted to spend a trillion dollars. That's one trillion dollars, and the House the House wanted to spend three point four trillion. And uh, you know, good old Nancy just said, "Well, meet us in the middle. Let, let's you know at, at two and a half trillion or uh, so." It uh, they couldn't come to, and the unemployment ran out. So it, uh, so Trump signed four executive orders. So Jason, the first few that uh, not business related were uh, student loans and evictions. Yeah, so they're less consequential to businesses, uh, and there 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 are some vague points in there too that we need further guidance from the government, the Treasury on the evictions and student loans. But the two we'll probably spend more time talking today about are the unemployment changes and. Um, Payroll tax deferral, yeah. And so the 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 last round of stimulus, the the government, federal government, added six hundred dollars a week on top of the state unemployment. So anybody that was on uh, on unemployment, it was an additional six hundred dollars a week. And something unique uh, during this pandemic as well was it wasn't just your unemployed employees; it was also the gig workforce, your Uber drivers, and uh, anybody. That was a even a sole proprietor. Anybody that was uh, a 1099 in the past, which was in the, was never eligible for unemployment. Yeah, and it also helped people who are on furlough, which typically was a gray area. Most states were approving unemployment for people on furlough, which, uh, like I said, it's, some, it's always a gray area for if you're just on a temporary leave of absence. Sometimes those employees in the past weren't eligible for unemployment, but uh, this round they typically were. Right, so you had furloughs, you had gig workers, so it was a pretty robust. So as that that expired, everybody thought that the House and Senate, the the, the Senate actually gave the uh, House the opportunity that let's extend that. Uh, yeah, I, I was surprised that they didn't uh, didn't take them up on the offer of extending it because it affects so many people, but they didn't want to. They wanted all or nothing. Right, there's 16 million people still unemployed. So you would right. So you would think, all right, we're gonna let's extend this for another four weeks, eight weeks, whatever the course, while we negotiate out. And the the house took the stance where they they didn't want to extend it. So uh, you've got millions of people that were gonna uh, fall off uh, unemployment. You know, at 16 million people, the you know, something had to be done. So I I, I do definitely credit uh, President Trump for signing this. It's it's good for. Uh, it's good for uh, all the unemployed. The big difference too: the the House, the House and Senate. The House wanted six hundred. The uh, Senate wanted two hundred, uh, and uh, he settled in the middle with uh, with four hundred. The the challenge that uh, a lot of our clients are having with the with the four with the six hundred dollars was that you know someone making fifteen, sixteen, eighteen dollars an hour. Uh, there's no incentive for them to come back to work because they're they're they were making that. Uh, on the federal unemployment, let alone your state unemployment, on top of that, so you're uh, so four hundred seemed to be a, a, a good number. Yeah, especially with the, the the provision in President Trump's 
executive order that states need to kick in a quarter of it at a hundred dollars. Uh, the federal side would kick in 300 to make a total of 400. So now the states are worried about where do we come up with the money? Are we going to do this? Are we not going to? Uh, so there's a lot of, again, some great area in there and how quickly can we go retroactive back to August 1st? Um, the states are pushing back on Trump to fund the whole 400. So we'll, we'll, and I'm sure there's going to be some challenges in court, whether or not this is constitutional and whether or not he could do it. Um, I can't imagine that they're not going to take it. I'm surprised we haven't heard about it in the news that they haven't taken him to court. So the good thing, and I think, I think uh, it was fairly well thought out on uh, within uh, Trump's team is that he did four executive orders. So I wouldn't be surprised if someone tries to challenge the payroll tax side. But by doing them four separate, uh, you know, any Democrat that goes against the $400 of unemployment and tries to challenge it and stop it, it's going to be brutal for them because you're, you know, you're affecting so many millions of people. So what the states have said, so they, if the states that can't afford it, they're going to apply. So you would get 300 instead of 400 and the other unemployment that you're already getting from that state would go towards that. So, uh, if a state says they can't do it, uh, you, you'd still get 300 extra dollars that would come from the federal government. Based on, I think he's earmarked, uh, and he took it out of a, a, some other disaster fund, uh, roughly 60, 60 or $66 billion. So it's, it's projected that this amount should last uh, or will only last six weeks. And maybe by that point, Congress will come together and pass some new legislation to shore it up indefinite or more of a legislative than an executive order then and get the funding elsewhere or at least solidify where it should be coming from. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, as, as economies continue to, to improve, another uh, large group of people came off of, uh, of unemployment. There's still areas so so hard hit across the country when you look at our our trade the trade show industry has you know they've been devastated yeah tourism your hotels uh, restaurants so uh you know we're based in chicago suburbs so fortunately here you uh, the restaurants are open inside and outside uh, though in in chicago the uh, mayor had limited to 25 percent capacity when you look at states like uh, california and florida You've uh, uh, or, or New York City. There's no indoor dining still, right? Wow. And now you're going to be coming up on the uh, colder season. I think within the next, not putting my weather hat on, but within the next four weeks, you're going to see the average temperature drop drastically as the days start to get even shorter. That outside dining by October, I don't know if people are going to want to eat outside when it's 50 degrees and blowing and raining and. Yeah, you know, your plate's covered in leaves. So. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, Sam, the president of the uh, Illinois Restaurant Association, was on a uh, show this morning and said, you've got six weeks yeah. to figure out what you're going to do. Uh, right. And uh, uh, you know, out in the suburbs and the rest of the Illinois outside of Chicago, uh, you can go. Uh, it's higher than 25%, but uh, Mayor Lightfoot uh, has that at, at 25%. So you know, if you want to, if you want to loot and smash windows, there's no limit to the amount of people that can uh, can join you. So just wear a mask. The uh, so uh, on the uh, on the other side, the the other topic, uh, the the fourth bill that he passed was uh, a little bit more complicated. It was a, uh, a deferred payroll tax obligations, and it it's not to the employer, but it's uh, the ability for the employee to defer their payroll taxes starting September 1st. So that 
it opens up on companies like ours uh, from a payroll standpoint, uh, the software side, a whole. Oh, logistically, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's brutal. It's the 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 executive order had said just the social security portion of FICA, which is six point two percent. That's the employee portion will be deferred. So it's over the next four months from September through the end of December. But there are still tons of questions. And, and he directed in the executive order for the Secretary of Treasury to produce guidance, including potential FAQs, how it should be administered. But everyone's still waiting on several outstanding questions like, is it voluntary for employers? Is it voluntary for employees? Um, what happens if someone leaves the organization? Tons of or- Tons of outstanding questions. So what we're kind of guiding our clients on is let's hold off, wait until we see if there's congressional changes or the secretary of treasury has provided that additional guidance to kind of solidify what, what are the next steps and what are the options? Yeah. There's so many, when you look at, uh, as an employer, you'd have to go to each of your employees, ask them, do you want, would you like to defer? And, and then the, that challenge too becomes what if that employee is laid off or no, or quits, no longer works for you. And, now, are, you know, are you as a business going to be? Uh, Do you have to chase them to that, yeah. or is, or does the IRS just go collect from that person if they're no longer employed by you? So there's there's so many uh, so many unanswered uh, unanswered questions. That's going to be a, a tough one. I wouldn't be surprised that also if uh, someone on the Democratic Party side files a uh, some type of suit uh, and that'll get suspended. But when you look for larger companies where our tax deadline is the next day, I mean, you've got, you know, and you're deferring it. So say that person, like you're saying, they don't have, you know, where does the money go? Does the employee get to spend it? Then once it's spent and they don't have money, where's the, where are the funds going to come from? Right. Yeah. It's going to, that's, that's a, uh, it's a tough one. I can see if it's forgiven, but it deferred. That's a whole nother, whole nother beast. Mm Mm-hmm. The uh, the Senate adjourned. They're not supposed to come back until uh, either right before Labor Day or right after Labor Day. They said they could come back uh, with 24 hour notice if they strike a deal. But they're they're pretty far apart with the House, so I don't. Uh, I would think a, a deal is unlikely. So that the twelve hundred dollars stimulus check that would go to every uh, every taxpayer that makes under seventy five thousand dollars or one hundred fifty thousand in a household that's uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, so who knows if they're going to strike a deal in September with the election right around the corner. Right. Yeah. We're what, 81 days out from the election. So, you know, by the time you roll around to September, you're 60 days. And the day, uh, and, uh, the debates will start, I think in, uh, in September. So I don't know if they've done official dates yet, but, uh, yeah, I think you're going to see, uh, uh, I know Trump's trying to push the, uh, debate dates up because of the mail-in votes, he would rather have a debate if people are going to mail in because if it's too late and people have already voted, what gets the debate? So, right. Interesting times we live in. Right. The uh, if you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out at uh, at hr at employco.com. And if you have any uh, in, any topics of interest to uh, or like us to answer specific questions or so, feel free. We're, uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, I don't know if we're on Instagram. Not that you'd follow us on Instagram. No, yeah, I don't think we're on Insta yet. Yeah. But, uh, but, no right. TikTok videos yet. I'm, uh, <laughs> we have to work with uh, some ideas on that. But LinkedIn, uh, feel free to reach out on, on LinkedIn and, uh, and Twitter as well. And your HR chats are fantastic. I got to give you guys uh, 
give you a <laughs> round of applause. So if, you, if anyone listens to our podcast, if you haven't seen the uh, HR chats, they're great. Short and sweet. Yeah, we try and pick a topic and spend no more than two, three minutes on it, just a specific topic, and uh, and knock it out. And most of those are coming from uh, people that are messaging us on on, uh, on LinkedIn or clients that have questions. So we've uh, uh, our one coming out is on furloughs and layoffs. Uh, we've done some on uh, what do you do when a, an employee. Uh, Con, uh, contracts, COVID nineteen, travel issues. So we've done a pretty pretty wide variety. So, and then if you go to employco dot com, you could. Uh, I think uh, Nikki Navarro has those posted out on our uh, on our blog or our media side. So awesome. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this week, and uh, we'll be back with a new topic in the next couple of weeks. And suggestions, send them our way. Thanks so much. Have a good day. <laughs>